The podcast of this local government meeting is brought to you by Michigan Radio. For more coverage of local government meetings and to find out how you can support this service, go to michiganradio.org.
testing. We have people waiting in the audience, so I think we can Good call the meeting to, to order, please. Good evening. Welcome to the August 11th, 2022 Ann Arbor Historic District Commission meeting. Thank you for your patience in helping and waiting for us to work out the IT issues tonight. Um, this meeting is being held electronically and in person via Zoom. <laughs> in person and electronically via Zoom. Members of the public who would like to comment on hearings or other matters may do so via telephone only. To speak during any of the public comment opportunities, please call 888-788-0099 or 213-338-8477 and enter meeting ID 978-6401-4515. This information is also available on the published agenda in the public notices section of the city website and on the broadcast of this meeting on CTN channel 16, AT&T channel 99, and online at www.a2gov.org forward slash watch CTN. Mr. Kowalski, will you please call the roll? Yes. Uh, Epperson. Present. Rockland. Here. White. Not present at the moment. Uh, Ross. Present. Uh, Fortner. Here. Uh, Willis. Here. And Keanu. Here. Okay. Thank Wait. you, Mr. Kowalski. Um, on to item C, approval of the agenda. Are there any additions, deletions, or changes to tonight's agenda? Don't believe so. Hearing and seeing no objection, the agenda is approved as presented. On to item D, public comment. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about an issue that is not listed as a public hearing on this agenda. To comment on such other preservation matters, please call 877-853-5247 and enter meeting ID 978-6401-4515. Again, this information is also displayed on the meeting agenda and video feed. City staff will select callers that have raised their hand one by one using the last three digits of your phone number. In order to electronically raise your hand to indicate your desire to speak, please press star nine on your phone. Do we have any Buddy indicating for no, um, there are no hands raised online at this time. Okay. We'll close the public hearing, the public comment portion, and move on to item E, unfinished business. Which there is no unfinished business for tonight. And on to hearings. Item F1, 1017 West Liberty. Mr. Kowalski, will you okay. give Thank us you. Report? We should, hopefully, my PowerPoint goes smoothly. There we go. Okay. Um, and again, I apologize if I may do things a little bit different. I'm not sure how much of the report Jill would kind of walk through, but we have obviously have the pictures at this time. Um, and then I'll, I'll kind of hit the summary as we go through it. Okay. So again, 1017 West Liberty, Old West Side Historic District. Um, I took some pictures of the site. Again, indicate this is where some of the first work on, that you guys will be looking at tonight is regarding filling in this area between the driveway and the house due to some water erosion issues. Um, again, we can have some, several close-up pictures. You can see some of the foundation failings. There's also additional pictures in your packet of some of the inside walls as well. Um, and the, the other request on your agenda tonight with this property is replacement of the garage doors. These garage doors were wood. They were not original. However, um, they were older, but, and they are made of wood, so there is some failing within that. Um, rotting, particularly at the base due to moisture. 
in water. So we do also have some close-ups of those uh, indicating the wear and the damage in there. And, the, and on the top right there, you can see, oh, sorry if my, looks like this may be blocking it a little bit. It didn't move on the feed. On the top right indicated is the new, uh, the garage door that they would be proposing to install in place of the wooden ones. Um, so some of the Secretary of Interior standards that do apply, um, number two, the historic character of the property will be retained and preserved. Uh, the removal of distinctive materials or alteration of features, spaces, and spatial relationships that characterize the property will be avoided. Number nine, new additions, exterior alterations, or related new construction shall not destroy historic materials that characterize the property. The new work shall be differentiated from the old and shall be compatible with the massing size, scale, and architectural features to protect the historic integrity of the property and its environment. And the last one, item 10, the new additions and adjacent or related new construction will be undertaken in such a manner that if removed in the future, the essential form and integrity of the historic property will be unimpaired. Um, there are additional, uh, the standards through the district or neighborhood setting. I wasn't sure if Jill actually read through these as well. Um, I can read through these as well as that typically. Sometimes she, she so, will. Um, I think hit the highlights. And I know, again, the, the most important ones regarding the first guidelines. So again, some of the things that were not recommended, I'll touch on these ones as well. Um, introducing new construction in historic districts that is visually incompatible or that destroys historic relationships within the setting. Um, and here for residential accessory structures, so again, this would apply, obviously, to the garage um, and the new garage doors that they are proposing. There's a couple of here that the appropriate findings, um, maintaining and restoring historic barns, garages, sheds, trellises, and other accessory structures to match the historic materials and configuration. Um, the second one, maintaining and repairing historic doors and windows on historic barns and garages to match the existing materials and configuration. Um, where elements of histor historic outbuildings are deteriorated beyond repair, replacing the elements in kind, and replacing non-historic or missing garage door with a new door in keeping with the style and period of the existing garage, using the historic opening size. Not appropriate replacing, repair replacing repairable original historic doors, garage doors, and windows. And for the paved areas, appropriate on residential properties, retaining and maintaining existing and my little things in existing historic driveways and curb cuts, including two track driveways and green space between the driveway and the house. And that concludes the presentation for this property. Thank you. Uh, Commissioners Ross and myself are on the review committee. Um, did you want to start, Commissioner Ross? Or? Sure, sure, thank you. Um, so yeah, so just, I guess to start off by commenting um, on the, the garage door. Um, so the, so the, the garage itself, according to the staff report, is contributing. Um, it is historic age. Um, it seems clear that the garage door um, was not um, contemporaneous with the original construction date of the, of the garage. So it seemed like a more recent garage door. And in fact, there was like a sticker from the lumber yard or whomever it is that actually put the, like made the door. So the door is recent, although it's wood. And um, so we were kind of looking at it, or I was kind of looking at it as, as um, not a, a distinctive historic character defining feature of the actual garage. Um, 
So of course the new garage that's proposed, garage door that's proposed looks very close, um, very closely mirrors um, the existing door. Um, so yeah, um, so that was kind of, I guess, you know, our opinion around the garage door that it wasn't, it's not historic age, it's not original and of recent construction. Um, and it did appear to be in poor condition. Um, regarding the strip of greenery um, that's directly adjacent to the house, um, one kind of nice thing is in between, so that the driveway um, associated with the house and the house next door, um, there is a nice green strip of, of landscaping that's gonna be maintained. Um, the property owner did kind of walk us through the issues that he's facing by having that green strip there. Um, it's a, it's really a minimal amount of greenery that's going to be removed. Um, so generally speaking, the project appeared to be appropriate um, to me. Um, yeah, I, I agree with um, Commissioner Ross's statements. They just to stay on the the planting strip. There's there's paving that goes. There's a sidewalk immediately adjacent to the driveway itself that runs up to the front face of the house, and kind of stops right at the corner. And then that's where this maybe two foot strip or so of landscaping starts. Mm -hmm. um, and it's it's really narrow. Um, page 11 in our packet has a, I think a, a decent screenshot that shows the that center planting strip. Mm -hmm. um, and then so I think having that feature is um you know beneficial and maintaining at least some green space in between the two driveways the adjacent property does not have the green strip so where i think you know we would right. normally want to see that little bit of greenery in between the house i think all the issues that have been brought to the attention are um you know completely appropriate for the the consideration of doing um concrete and maintaining you know the the integrity of the structure um the applicant did indicate that the the concrete would go there's a couple of stone sills underneath the the basement windows um that have some, one of them in the front has some cracks or a crack in the middle of it um but that the concrete would go underneath those so those would not be obscured um and then there would be a slope back to the the existing drive and hopefully you know, and the existing pavement um that's in the front would also be reworked but that, that's existing, so there's no issue there. Um, regarding the garage doors, I completely agree again with Commissioner Ross's statements. And it's, it's a modern addition. It has a metal track. It's, it's a new garage door, essentially. Um, so they're, they're definitely not original, and there's no evidence of the original. So I think what is um, proposed is appropriate. Um, would the applicant please come up to the podium, state your name and address for the record? Uh, you'll have up to five minutes to speak if you have anything you'd like to add to the staff report or any of our findings. Here in Ann Arbor. Thank you. Do you have anything you'd like to add? Well, so um, we just recently moved from Wisconsin to Ann Arbor, so this is our first time going through a process like this. Um, and um, I guess the first thing I'd like to do is um, the staff themselves on the front end were really very helpful in making sure that I knew what to do and how to do it and I got some good feedback from them so I 
I genuinely appreciate their support. Um, with this house, we knew when we purchased it that um, the previous owner had not lived in it for four and a half years, um, had done nothing to maintain it, and unfortunately, um, because of some health challenges of her husband, the two years prior to that, um, uh, the same thing was occurring. So we're finding that um, uh, the drainage problems on the east side of the house are fairly significant. There's some uh, fairly major cracks, uh, both vertical and horizontal, that once we correct the drainage, we then have to repair the foundation. Um, and then uh, some of the plaster and lath ceilings and walls that have been damaged as a result of, of settling. Um, but we like the house a lot. Um, we have a lot of plans for how to bring it back to the state it was some years ago. Um, and I hope that the commission would look favorably on our proposal. Thank you. Commissioners, do you have any questions for the applicant? No? Okay, thank you. You can thank have a seat. Right. I'd now like to open the public hearing for this item. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about the application at 1017 West Liberty. Uh, public comment may be made by Again, calling 877-853-5247 um, and entering meeting ID 978-6401-4515. Please remember to um, electronically raise your hand or press star nine on your phone. Do we have any callers indicating for public comment? And we have no callers raising their hand online. All right, now close the public hearing portion. Is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion? Commissioner Quijano. I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 1017 West Liberty Street, the contributing property in the Old West Side Historic District, to pave a strip between the house and the driveway and replace a wood overhead garage door with a steel overhead door as proposed. The proposed work is compatible in exterior design, arrangement, texture, material, and relationship to the surrounding resources and meets the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for residential accessory structures and paved areas and the Secretary of the Interior Standards for Rehabilitation and Guidelines for Rehabilitating Historic Buildings, in particular Standards 2, 9, and 10, and the Guidelines for District, Neighborhood, and Building Site. Moved by Commissioner Quijano. Is there a second on Seconded. The <laughs> Seconded by Commissioner Rockland. <laughs> uh, is there a discussion on the motion? Commissioner Rockland? Um, I, I feel like um, maybe this, this application doesn't um, doesn't exactly meet all of like the appropriate standards, but I think in in both cases of what they're asking for, it seems like there's just mitigating circumstances, particular to this project, um, that kind of uh, supersede the issue of the uh, standards. And, and um, it seems clear that um, that uh, what they're asking for seems appropriate in in that sense. Okay. Any other comments? I would agree with that, and knowing that, based on observations of the existing garage doors, although they're wood, which would be I was thinking, you know, probably what the original ones were made of, uh, be a safe assumption, they're not the original. Mm -hmm. So it's a replacement of a similar compatible style, which I think is appropriate and right. along the lines of the, the guidelines. I agree. Right. Well, is everyone ready for a vote? 
All of those in favor of the motion, please say yes. 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 All of those opposed, please say no. All right, the motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning your project. Thank you. Thank you. All right, now on to item F2, 436 South 1st Street. Okay, thank you. Um, again, 436 South 1st Street is here for you tonight. I'm requesting some, for permission to add some, uh, sorry, replace a garage in the, in the rear with an accessory dwelling unit above that, as well as an addition onto the rear of the structure. Um, it is located in the old West Side Historic District. Um, photos, uh, this is looking directly, obviously, from the sidewalk. The uh, part of the building that would be removed in the addition extended, you can see on the back of the building there. Um, right here, the three windows are, is what will be removed. Those windows are proposed to be uh, shifted over to the new addition. And the proposed addition would go directly above uh, kind of where you're looking over at this, the second floor, I guess, the porch, if you would say, above the first level here. The addition would come out from the back of that structure. It's inset a little bit from the sides as well as from the top. Um, the other action that they're requesting tonight is to replace the uh, existing garage there and um, with a new garage, of course, which is slightly smaller, as well as would have an uh, accessory dwelling unit on top of that. Um, part of the reason the garage right now, it, it does, it is, takes up larger than the required rear open space, the percentage of required rear open space that is permitted by an accessory structure. Um, so that, and obviously that the garage dates much later than the house. Um, so that would be proposed and removed and obviously replaced with a new structure. Um, you can see the survey here indicating where the, the new garage would be exactly in the same place, as I said, slightly smaller. The addition indicated here, the, the darker gray to the rear of the building, as well as there's additional uh, paved area or grass area beside that. Um, again, a side profile of these as well. There's additional within your packets um, of the elevations here, both sides showing that rear addition inset. Again, from the front, no changes visible from the front. Um, the rear, oops, sorry, let me go back. Uh, the rear addition there to the bottom. As well as here, we've got the, the proposed, the new garage. So again, you can see a, a two-story garage at this point, exterior stairway with an accessory dwelling unit above that. Some other elevations, the rear and the, the um, east or west side. Uh, Secretary of Interior Standards, uh, number two, as well as number nine for the new additions, number 10, the new additions and related new construction. Um, the, some of the guidelines regarding the district or neighborhood setting alterations and additions. Um, the not recommended, attaching a new addition so that the character defining feature the, of the historic building are obscured, damaged, or destroyed. Um, designing a new addition so that its size and scale in relation to the historic building are out of proportion, diminishing the historic character. So there's a not recommended. Not recommended introducing new construction into historic districts that is vis visually incompatible or that destroys historic relationships within the setting. Um, regarding the building site, not recommended introducing new construction onto the building site which is visually incompatible in size, design, materials, color, texture, which destroys historic, historic relationships on the site. Also removing or radically changing buildings and their features or site features which are important in defining the overall historic character of the building site so that as a result, the character is diminished. Regarding the windows, not recommended introducing a new design that is incompatible with the historic character of the building. 
Um, the historic district guidelines, I won't read through all of these, but you have these within your packet as well regarding the appropriate for the additions as well as the not appropriate and including for all additions. And then at the bottom, the historic, the additions to residential structures, which is the different set of standards for that. Um, new accessory st structures also have uh, our historic district guidelines that pertain specifically to those regarding the appropriate, um, what would be appropriate regarding uh, accessory structures and not appropriate. And that would conclude the staff presentation at this time. Thank you, Mr. Kowalski. Uh, Commissioner Ross and myself are on the review committee. Um, I can go ahead and start on this one. I think the addition, I think it's pretty straightforward in terms of the size and scale. Um, it is, you know, as, as was stated, the, um, there is the existing first floor addition in, in the rear um, that's currently used as, as a mudroom space um, with a porch on top. Um, flat roof, there's issues with water drainage. The proposed addition, uh, that, so that wall would stay in the same plane, but the new addition walls would be inset on both levels. And then on the, on the second level directly above, it would also be inset. So there'd be a slight um, you know, roof overhang that would help at least distinguish that that original wall is in place. Um, you would see, of course, the addition, I think, on the, on the driveway side. So it'd be noticeable, but I believe it's, you know, it's appropriate. It's in the rear as an addition. Um, the opposite side of the house, that's a pretty narrow uh, alley in between, or I guess gaze to the back between the two houses, and there's a lot of um, vegetation there, so you really wouldn't see it from the opposite side. The garage, um, so the three houses that are um, going, this house and the two houses north are pretty much identical, so their heights are you know, pretty much the same. Um, there's an addition on the, the house immediately to the north, and then the garage in the rear is uh, a little bit is higher than the adjacent to this garage. Um, I think the, and um, this may be a question for the applicant when we get to it, but we were looking at the height of the garage in comparison to the house, which I believe is, or to the addition, which I believe is only about four inches or so less. But the grade is pretty slight. It was hard to tell, you know, how much more that grade changes at the garage level than the house. So I, it will be taller, I think, than the adjacent garage, but not by a lot. So that was really, I think, the only thing that I was just kind of questioning and wanting a little bit more information on. Um, other than that, I think it's pretty straightforward. Um. I would agree with Commissioner Harper said I yeah I feel like she's kind of hit the nail on the head it seems like a pretty straightforward um, application the addition seems to be in, in like the right scale for the property um, it's in the back you'll still see um, the rear addition it would still be or the rear wing it will still be distinguishable um, just the way the new addition sits back, just looking at the properties around it, um, or directly adjacent, there's like the new apartment building on one side. And then the two houses right next all have rear additions. Um, so yeah, it, it seems to be a um, well thought out um, project. Thank you. Would the applicant please step forward and state your name and address for the record. And you have up to five minutes to add anything else you'd like to 
Yeah, my name is Brad Moore. I'm the architect for the project. I'm with J. Bradley Moore and Associates Architects. Um, I have with me uh, today, uh, if you'd like to know any details about the history of the house, I have the uh, Zemkes with me. They are the third generation uh, in ownership of this house. It was uh, uh, Mr. Zemke's uh, grandparents that built the house. Uh, so if you want to know any details about how the house came to be, what it's constructed of, they certainly can answer that question. Um, I just want to support the uh, comments that the commissioners made who visited the house. We've designed it to uh, all the standards. You can tell where the new addition is. It's de minimis. It doesn't uh, tower over or, or eclipse the existing structure. Uh, in answer to your question, I did submit uh, an elevation combined of the garage and the house. Yes. Okay. And the, uh, the roof line of the uh, ADU would be one foot two inches lower than okay. their original structure's ridge line, which matches up with the new addition ridge line. So those okay. two, two new buildings will be below the ridge line of the original structure. And they're at the same height, the, the ADU? Yes. Okay, and the, the new addition have the same height? Correct. Ridge line? Okay. And, and that is a function that they're both two stories in height. Great. And, uh, and the roof pitches are, you know, we were encouraged to use the same roof pitches mm -hmm. as much as possible, so you're going to end up with uh, very similar heights because the width of the house is very, you know, within a couple of inches the same as the width of the garage. So mm -hmm. That's why they line up. Um, it's the Zemke's hope that they can help relieve at least a little bit of the housing shortage in the, in the town by creating a, one of these ADU units and also adding a, a, a bedroom to the house and also creating a flex room in the house because during uh, COVID, everybody figured out that having that flex room for an office or a conference room or a place for your kids to do mm -hmm. online school was really important. So that's one of the other key factors in, in the design of the new edition. If you have any questions, we're here to answer them. Commissioners, do you have any questions for the applicant? Yeah, two questions. One is just a clarification on the drawings. Um, on the proposed north elevation, there's a drawing tag pointing to the infill location. Yeah, I think you. it's sheet A2.1. Just flip over to 2.1? Yep. Okay. You good? I'm good. Um, so at the infill, what I assume yeah, is the infill, it's tagged as a new light pipe, but I don't think that's. Yeah, that's a that's a tag wrong. That's yeah. just to be I, a siding replacement. So is it to match? I assume. Or? Yeah, we would yeah. we would match the siding. Yeah. Yeah, there'll be siding that we'll be able to remove from the rear of the house and repurpose to the side of the house. Okay. Um, what the siding is, it's cedar. Uh, you had lead paint a basement about ten years ago. <laughs> marvelous, marvelous basic of a time. No, that's, that's <laughs> Great. <laughs> uh, um, and the it is wooden siding, and then the uh, cedar shakes uh, on the top. Uh, they are original. Uh, I, in my lifetime, the the shakes have never been replaced, and uh, I don't. I cannot comprehend how they would have had to have been replaced in the first thirty or so years of uh, of the structure's life. Uh, so. As far as I know, they are uh, they are original. Oh, that's there are great. a number that could stand replacement <laughs> <laughs> from a from a purely I can't say structural, but aesthetic point of view, and the right thing to do. Uh, 
but uh, they are original. The siding underneath has a very narrow reveal to it. Mm -hmm. The it's about three inches or so, and uh, it's uh, a, a, that's what I would expect to match. Okay. Uh, cedar is. I'm sorry, that's no, that's the way good. you go. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. No, that, that sounds uh, good to me. The reason for the mudroom there, uh, if you take a look at the picture, um, page five, looks up the driveway. The driveway is a shared driveway. The property line runs right down the middle of the drive. Mm. And then if you look real close there, you can see bricks on the left side of the driveway, but not on the right. Those bricks are from, my grandfather put those in, and he put them in his half and not the neighbor's half. They could do their own, okay? And if you look back, the garage then, the original garage, also was right on the property line. It straddled the property line and was a shared garage. 50% for the neighbors to the north and 50% for uh, uh, for my grandparents. The, it was a one-car garage on each side, okay? That left a maximum amount of backyard for garden, and they mm -hmm. had a garden their whole time that they lived there. And the reason uh, for the mudroom was he was a farmer. He came from Fowlerville, from an 80-acre farm, and uh, uh, could get very, very dirty, and he was very conscious of that. Probably not as conscious as my grandmother was of it, but uh, uh, he was very conscious. And, uh, and so he put a bathroom in there right off the mudroom because the only other bathroom was all the way upstairs at the end of the hall. And if he was working in the garden and had to, to use the bathroom, then he'd have to go all the way through the house, up the stairs, and track all the mud all the way up there. And I, she would not tolerate it. Uh, that makes sense. And, and he did not want it. And so that's why the bathroom just inside, okay? The mudroom is exactly that. And in addition to it, it also has a pie safe built into it, right underneath the windows in question on the inside. There is a cabinet, and the end of the cabinet has window screen on it. And that's where my grandmother put her pies to cool, okay? Uh, everything has a, a, a purpose in that house. The windows, to my knowledge, he probably bought the sashes. He might have made them. I don't know. But he probably bought the sashes. My, if I had to guess, I would say that. The three the that are being relocated. They're hinged on the bottom, and they tilt in. Okay? Uh, and it's just that provided good ventilation uh, and still kept the counter space uh, available. Okay? And it's still curved glass. With that, we wanted to move them so they'd be by the door, which is the the way the house is now. With that, you have a lot of light when you come in. It just makes it very, very nice, and it keeps the character of the house as he made it. It just keeps it down. It moves it right down, mm -hmm. the, so that the windows are shifted approximately ten feet to the west. Mm -hmm. Same windows into the same new mudroom location. design of the uh, of the mudroom. I'm sorry, did you have one more question? Well, it actually was related to these windows okay. that we're talking about, so it worked, worked out well. Yeah, so I it's just, a very practical thing. Now, if we are... I was just wondering on the, the condition of the windows, you know, 
I assume they're in good shape because you're proposing. There, there, there are you can see some window repairs on them. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about on the glass, where there was a break in the glass, and he would cut out a portion and splice another piece of glass in there. I know two places that that's done. Uh, and have been uh, there for over 50 years since I've known them. We were 50 years married this year. So. Congratulations. Yeah, so obviously they have a, a great deal of affection for the house, and sure. we, we want to be very careful in excising them and moving them, but keep them as part of the house yeah. in the relationship that they've always had in the mudroom and the mm -hmm. rear entry of the house. Mm -hmm. And if, there, if we are uh, having to shrink the garage, the existing garage, the existing garage was built in 1964, and uh, that one was moved onto our lot with the necessary setback from the side property line. Of the time. And it did eat sure. up a lot of that garden space. Now we are going to reclaim a given amount of that garden space, whatever it turns out to be. But uh, I've got graduate students in there now, and yeah, they, <laughs> they're trying their hand at gardening. Uh, a lot of us are. A lot. <laughs> and uh, uh, it would have a very uh, uh, practical application in what room there again. Great. Anybody, Thank you. Any other questions for me? Okay. Um, I'll now open the public hearing portion for this item. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about the application at 436 South 1st Street. Do we have any? And there is nobody online with their hand raised. Thank you. All right, I'll close the public hearing portion. Is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion? Commissioner Ross, beat you to it, Commissioner Rockley. <laughs> I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application at 436 South 1st Street a contributing property in the old west side historic district to construct a rear addition on top of and behind the existing rear wing and to replace the modern garage with the new two-story garage as proposed the proposed work is compatible in exterior design arrangement texture material and relationship to the surrounding resources and meets the ann arbor historic district design guidelines for additions and new construction and the Secretary of the Interior Standards for Rehabilitation and Guidelines for Rehabilitating Historic Buildings, in particular Standards 2, 9, and 10, and the Guidelines for Districts, uh, Neighborhood, Building, Site, New Additions, and Windows. Seconded. Moved by Commissioner Ross. Seconded by Commissioner Rockland. Uh, is there a discussion on the motion? Like I said, I, I think the work is pretty straightforward. I, I know that applicants are very passionate about the house and the history. We, had, we received quite a bit of information in the packet, which I think is much appreciated about the you know, historic legacy of the house. And you know, it, it's nice to have that history kind of passed along. So that, that's appreciated. And I think the work is, meets the guidelines. There's no other comment. Are we ready for vote? Yeah. Commissioner Kihano, did you have something? <laughs> I, well, I, was, I was trying to find something in here, but I, I don't want to hold You're fine, it no. up. Um, I, I just wanted to express, I do have some concerns about relocating what sounds like original windows from that location, but understanding that 
in, in relocating them, they're essentially moving to the new mudroom and maintaining that, their original relationship and function. So in a way, again, it's kind of, you know, a little bit of gray area, but um, maintaining their, their purpose, their original purpose, so. Um, mm -hmm. I think that's a that's a valid concern. I, ha I had a, a similar, I think, hesitation. I think hearing the the and seeing the the new use, it, I think, makes a lot of sense. Um, my only thoughts were: is there something that could, you know, indicate the previous location? But it'll, you know, it will, I think, be evident in framing, you know, at some point, and it will be replaced with siding to match. Mm -hmm. So I think it's. I'm curious about the, the pie drawer. But. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Sounds good. But yeah, that's all. Okay. Are we ready for a vote? All of those in favor, please say yes. 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 All of those opposed, please say no. Great. The motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning your project. Thank you very much. Thank Thanks you. for your patience tonight. All right, now on to item F3, 336 South Division. Okay, this proposal is here before you tonight to, re, um, to add some egress windows to the basement. Um, again, this is located in the East Will William Historic District. Uh, the picture you see, well, if you can see up on the screens, it is the um, obviously the rear of the house. The windows would go on either side of that rear door. They will be framed by uh, there was some timber uh, framers that go around there um, to protect the egress windows. And really, again, just kind of a different view of the rear of the house. Um, remodeling going on currently within the inside. The addition, again, in the basement to provide egress for ba bathroom, sorry, bedrooms that would be planned for that basement. And again, the left picture, sorry, the right picture up on the screen, you can see a little bit more detail if you could, of where the area of the windows, the egress window would go kind of directly below that window that you see um, the smaller window above it. Um, and again, just some uh, basic schematics of this. Simple egress window, leading front, uh, health and safety issue for the basement bedrooms, obviously required. You can see an area well detail on the side. Um, so the Secretary of Interior Standards, again, what we read previously for the other ones, which are um, item two uh, in uh, standard nine and standard 10, the same as the previous. Um, building site recomm recommended would be designing a new exterior additions to the historic buildings um, or adjacent new construction which, which is compatible with the historic character of the site and which preserves the historic relationship between a building or buildings, landscape features, and open space. Retaining the historic relationship between buildings, landscape features, and open space as well as identifying, retaining, and preserving buildings and their features as well as the features of the site that are important in defining its overall historic character. Building site not recommended, inducing new construction into the building site, which is visually incompatible in terms of size, scale, design, materials, color, texture, or which destroys the historic relationships on the site. Removing or radically changing buildings and their features or site features, which are important in defining the overall historic character of the building site so that as a result, the character is diminished. Uh, dis district or neighborhood setting within the Secretary of Interior guidelines, not recommended, introducing new construction in the historic districts that is visually incompatible or that destroys historic relationships within that setting. Um, again, regarding health and safety, 
recommended identifying the historic buildings, character defining spaces, features, and finishes so that code required work will not result in their damage or loss, complying with health and safety codes, including seismic code requirements in such a manner that character defining spaces, features, and finishes are preserved. Not recommended altering, damaging, or destroying character defining spaces, features, and finishes while making modifications to a building or site to comply with safety codes. And uh, that would conclude the presentation on this item. Thank, Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Kowalski. Right. Commissioner Ross, did you want to give the report? Sure, sure. Thank you. Um, so this one, yeah, um, once again, very, very, very much straightforward uh, proposal. Um, the um, light wells will go at the rear elevation. Um, so the work will not be visible from the public right of way. The foundation is just a standard concrete block foundation. So the addition of the windows won't, I mean, we're not looking at any sort of distinctive character, like stone or anything like that. Um, yeah, I mean, it was pretty straightforward. Um, mm -hmm. It seemed appropriate. Um, so I support the project. I agree with Commissioner Ross. And the foundation in the rear was almost not visible. The siding goes almost all the way up to the grade and at grade in some cases. So I don't, I don't think, as she, as she stated, there's no stone foundation or anything that would be seemingly harmed by this. So I think it's straightforward and meets the guidelines. Okay. Uh, would the applicant either please come forward? Or I know the applicant is um, uh, online. online. Oh, he okay. just raised his hand. Yes. Great. So, so. Um, the applicant is attending virtually. So Great. hopefully if my technology works, um, Mr. Rob Fowler, you should be able to speak now if you unmute. Hopefully, are you, are you there, Rob? Usually you see them on the Zoom screen. I hear you. Looks like he's talking, but... No, you are unmuted. He was on. I can tell. Sorry, Rob. I can tell that you are talking, but for some reason your audio is not coming through. But the microphone is moving, so I know you are unmuted. Let me, why don't we promote him to a panelist, see if that works. Yeah, it's, it's very touchy. So sorry about this. We're going to try. Um, Rob, we're going to try and promote you as a, a panelist. And let's see if that... Um, So you, you should be in there, Rob. Are you able to? And, and Rob is talking, but the audio is not coming through. I see you talking, Rob, because our microphone is moving. Um, so we, we have him there, but um, for some reason he, why can't we hear him? So we can't hear you, Rob. I know you're unmuted. It's not you. It's me. <laughs> um, oops, I'm going to go back to that one. Sorry. Why did I, how did I do that? Ah. What happens if you unmute yourself? Well, let's, let's try that. I think I will get feedback, but... Mm -hmm. 
So hover, go to participants. Okay, now Rob, can you try and talk? Barely. Thank you. Oh, yes. Where's the audio I coming from? I hear you vaguely, but you're very quiet. <laughs> Turn up the volume. Where's their volume? <laughs> so, so we, we've, we hear you, but somehow we hear you very lightly, so. Of course, all these Zoom issues I've never had previously pop up now. Um, <laughs> I think I heard you say you want me. No, you, you're that was you. Okay, now we got it. And use your microphone. Yeah, oh, here we gotcha. Go. Okay, hey, hey. Okay, I apologize for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Hello, Rob. <laughs> if you could just state your name and address for the record, yes. and if you have anything else you'd like to add. Great. Thank you. Do you have anything you'd like to add to the staff report or review committee report? Um, well, I, I mean, I think we're, we're going to be virtually invisible um, <laughs> from almost all aspects of the lot. Um, and you know, we're, we're allowed six bedrooms uh, per unit. The first floor only has four, you know, and, and in Yield, I have the ZBA, they, they always promote density, and this is primarily a uh, student housing area. So we just like to, um, you know, use our house to, to, to its full advantage and put two, base, two uh, bedrooms in the basement. Okay. Thank you. Do uh, any commissioners have any questions for the applicant? No? All right. I will... Now open the public hearing portion for this item at 336 South Division. This is an opportunity for persons to speak for up to three minutes about the, this application. Is there any callers indicating to, for public comment? No, you're good. <laughs> More technical issues. Um, we have no callers with their hands raised online at this time. I'll close the public hearing portion. Is there a commissioner that will like to make the motion? Commissioner Fortner. I move that the commission issue a certificate of appropriateness for the application Thanks. at 336 South Division Street, a contributing property in the old Fourth Ward Historic District, to construct two timber egress window wells with clad wood windows on the rear elevation as proposed. The work is compatible in exterior design arrangement materials and relationship to the house and the surrounding area and meets the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standards 2, 9, and 10, and the guidelines for building site windows and health and safety, as well as the Ann Arbor Historic District Design Guidelines. Moved by Commissioner Fortner, seconded by Commissioner Quijano. Is there any discussion on the motion? No. All right, we're ready for a vote. All of those in favor, please say yes. 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 All of those opposed, please say no. The motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply. Thank you. Just note that you must apply for any permits before beginning work. Thank you, Mr. Fowler. Sure. Okay, thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, now on to item F4, 218 North Division. Okay, thank you. 
Uh, again, this, this subject properties before you tonight, requesting some changes to windows location, uh, window locations. This is the, located in the old fourth ward historic district. And the slideshow. There we go. Okay. So again, not too much really to show and describe on this proposal other than what you're looking at here is, is obviously the side of the house where um, the existing window on the bottom, kind of the first floor left would be shifted over. Um, and then we've got uh, ideally also some views from looking up a little bit and you can see some changes in the brick indicating where some previous windows were located on that proposal and some of the vents uh, um, would be relocated as well. Again, here's you can see the before, um, obviously, well, the existing photos that on the it would be on the right actually on, on the photos on the screen, and then obviously shifting over the photo on the left is is the new location of that that window. So again, um, we're kind of showing a schematic site plan, but so you can see in relation to how where it looks from Catherine Street um, or Div South Division, it's it's on the uh, be on the south side, so it's not visible from really either one of those public streets. And again, kind of a, a, an interior view so you can see um, what they're proposing and why, why they feel that the window does need to be moved. Um, Secretary of Interior Standards, um, item one, item two, and item nine are the ones, and item 10 that would apply. Um, windows, again, some of the Secretary of Guidelines, what are not recommended for windows is um, introducing new design that is incompatible with the historic character of the building. Uh, changing the number, location, size, or glazing pattern of windows through cutting new openings, blocking in windows, and installing replacement sash, which does not fit the historic window opening. Removing or radically changing windows, which are important in defining the historic character of the building, so that as a result, the character is diminished. Um, uh, the Ann Arbor Historic District guidelines, I'll just read the, the windows that the appropriate, retaining and maintaining. Re, sorry, retaining and maintaining windows in good condition. Normal maintenance will include cleaning, sash, cord replacement, limited paint removal, recocking where necessary, and, and new paint to make windows fully operable. Not appropriate would be removing or radically changing a window that is important in defining the overall historic character of the property. And I believe that would summarize up the staff presentation on this item. Yes, it does. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, again, Commissioner Ross and myself are on the review committee. Um, the, the the work is pretty minimal. Um, I think there were some initial reservations in reviewing the packet. However, when we were on site, um, was looking for in our packet. There's a photo if you kind of look up close. Um, it's page three in the architectural documents. I think page ten of the packet. Um, where the window is proposed to be shifted, it looked like, it's hard to tell, but it looks like there was some potential brickwork previously in that, in that area. There's like some sawtoothing and patching, which isn't really evident on any other portion of the facade. Um, I think, it, you know, this, the house is very well maintained. It, 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 They've, they've come to the commission previously with you know, multiple renovations and additions and I think, or modifications. I think you know, this is, the windows are set far enough back that I think shifting them you know, slightly as proposed is, is um, 
I think is okay in this situation, especially since there it, it appears to be there there's some additional work that has been done or some modifications that have been changed. I think the side the fact that the lintels and the sill are being maintained and the size is being maintained, I believe, is important. Um, so I think overall that this is pretty straightforward. Maybe not initially, but you know, after some further investigation. Um, Commissioner Ross, do you have anything? Um, yeah, just to say that I agree with Commissioner Epperson and um, just once again, kind of looking at the wording of the, what is this, um, the staff finding around um, the guidelines and the discussion or the point around um, um, moving windows, sorry, shouldn't demit or um, shouldn't, or we're, we're looking at not diminishing the historic character of the house. Um, so, yeah, I just agree with Commissioner Epperson that that slight kind of moving of the window is not going to diminish literally the character of this home. Um, uh, the elevation, it's hard to see from the right of way. Um, once again, like once we got actually to the site and we were looking at that wall, um, as Commissioner Epperson noted, you could see that there had been some sort of um, reworking of, of openings and such on that elevation so i mean it's 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 hard for me to say that that slight little move is going to literally diminish the character of this this really well maintained beautiful house so it, it seemed like a pretty straightforward project right uh would the applicant please come forward and state your name and address for the record and you have up to five minutes if you'd like to add anything to the report or Okay, I'm Mark Reuter, <clears throat> Reuter Associates Architects, here representing the owner tonight. And I think that uh, <clears throat> Mr. Kowalski and the review committee did a good job of looking at this. Uh, if you were to look at um, page number three architecturally, I know both of you are commenting about the reworking of the facade. This facade has, has literally gone under many, many different kind of transformations, <clears throat> particularly the last 15 to 20 years. And um, that window in the center right below the little triangular window is a totally new window that was added. Um, the window above the, or the masonry directly above the window uh, that is to be moved used to be a window and then it was cut down, made into a door. A fire escape was added, fire escape was removed and the window bricked back up again. And then there were some other changes. There was a portico and another entrance to that house. So. It's really been moving around quite a bit, these windows and the openings. So if there are any other questions, I'd be <clears throat> happy to answer them. Commissioners, any other questions? Uh, quick, maybe I missed it in the packet, but in the description of the evolution of that facade, is the window opening in question original? Or has that, was that a subsequent? That, <clears throat> that is an original work. window opening there. The opening is original. Any other questions? I'll now open the public hearing portion for this item at 218 North Division. Do we have any calling? And we have nobody with their hand raised online. Okay. Close the public hearing portion. Is there a commissioner that would like to make a motion? Commissioner Rockland. 
I move that the commission it approve the application at 218 North Division Street, a contributing property in the old Fourth Ward Historic District, to move a first floor window opening on the south elevation 38 inches to the west, infill the original opening, and install a new wood window. A second new wood window would replace an existing window next to the move one, to the moved one to the east. As proposed, the work is compatible in exterior design arrangement, texture material, and relationship to the rest of the building and the surrounding area and meets the Secretary of the Interior standards for rehabilitation and guidelines for rehabilitating historic buildings, in particular standards 1, 2, 9, and 10, and the guidelines for building site and entrances and porches and the Ann Arbor Historic District design guidelines for residential landscape features. Or moved by Commissioner Rockland, seconded by Commissioner Ross. Is there a discussion on the motion? Commissioner Rockland. Um, one point I'd like to make is that, you know, if that, um, so we're talking about the, the, it's an original window opening, and above it was another original opening that was directly centered on it, and the symmetry used to be there. And if that opening on the second floor still existed, that would totally change my thinking about this project. I think everyone's obviously. So um, that is not there anymore. And so because it's not there, it really, I think, opens the opportunity to move that opening where it, uh, I guess, needs to be according to what the owner um, you know, has, has going on uh, program-wise inside the house. Mm -hmm. Uh, if, if that building, if, if that window was there on the second floor, it just wouldn't make sense to, to ruin the symmetry. Mm -hmm. um, I do wonder, uh, so, so I think there is an allowance there to, to move that window and, and like people were saying, like moving it slightly, um, I don't feel will, um, will impact the character of the house. Um, there's just the question of, uh, do you, do you retain some notion of where that original opening uh, is mm -hmm. currently through some sort of recessed infill um, like we've seen on, on other projects, um, which I think does make sense, although it's odd that it's not on the second floor. It's not like it's going to match some other recessed ghosted opening. Um, so I could kind of see it either way. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm that's my comment. No, I, I think that's, yeah. I was thinking something similar. Even if it's not recessed, even in the brickwork, if it's, if it's flushed, there could still be brick joints that indicate where that opening was or existed. Um, right. I don't know, I guess we'd, we'd have to check with the applicant if that's something that they would be interested in doing. Um, I don't know, are there other commissioners that have any comments? I guess before we move on, I can yeah. I can ask the applicant yeah. a question. I suppose related to that. I mean, can you describe the the infill that you're proposing for that existing well, opening, know, please? But you the the issue you raise, I that was one of my original thoughts to do that, and that's what we like to do in historic buildings. But but because the windows actually overlap, <clears throat> it would create a very sort of disjunctive kind of yeah. you know thing to have a window kind of not quite distinctly there, you mm -hmm. know. So I did dismiss that 
idea, and that's basically why. What, what about um, instead of recessing it, you can have, I guess, the bricks, instead of feathering them in, they could be uh, budded in such a way that you could read the outline. It wouldn't be recessed, yeah. but, you know, the yeah. outline would be there. That could be done. Okay. I think that's a good point because in another 50 years, when our <laughs> commissioners in another 50 years are looking at this house, it would be great for them to say, oh, yeah, I can see that XYZ happened here, mm -hmm. similar to our experience. So, we, yeah. we might look at that or a slight recess, and <clears throat> I know the Mason would be happy with that approach, probably. Yeah, <laughs> easier, right? Mm -hmm. Right. I just want to say, I understand, I can see the logic in the first part of Commissioner Rothman's comments, um, but I feel like that could be a slippery slope and kind of a ripple effect of things, of just thinking, oh, it's not there, or something has changed, so I can, you know, play by a separate set of rules almost, or different rules. Um, I, I keep going back and forth on on this application, so. Um, uh. I think the, um, looking at the guidelines, you know, the, um, oh, sorry, I had two and I, I lost them. Um, I think the one that Commissioner Ross pointed out is important, it, that it, you know, removing or radically changing windows, which are important to finding historic character um, of the building so that the historic character is diminished. I, I don't think the historic character would be diminished by moving this one. I think, I think we've stated that, um, changing the number of location size or glazing pattern through cutting new openings, blocking in windows and installing replacement sashes, which does not fit the historic window opening. That's another not recommended, but I don't, I think that I think, as Commissioner Rockland stated, that if the original window was there, like there, there's some symmetry to the facade if we, the original window up above was still sure. there, or the original opening, I think it would be a different application. And then also hearing that the, the other window that's on the, in the center of the home on the second floor was added, that to me was the fact that this window was being moved over, kind of threw off that symmetry a little bit, hearing that that was a completely new addition um, I think also changes my opinion on whether or not, like, is the symmetry, how important is the symmetry on this facade? I, I don't know that this particular, you know, the two main elevations are the, the, the north and the um, east elevation. The, and while this one is visible, I think it, it's further back. And the fact that the windows are maintaining the same size and scale, I think, and, and the features are important, and I'm not sure that the, the window location is as critical currently anymore to the, to the property. I think there's other features that really define the character of the home. Are there any other comments or thoughts or guidelines? Are we ready for a vote? Okay. 
All of those in favor of the motion, please say yes. 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 All of those opposed, please say no. No. All right. The motion carries. Your application has been approved. Please note that you must apply for any required permits from the city before beginning your project. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. On to item G, new business. I believe there is no new business on the agenda. On the agenda. Um, approval of minutes. We did not receive the July meeting minutes, so we can move on to item I, reports from commissioners. Is there anything any commissioner would like to share? On to item J, assignments uh, for the review committee for Tuesday, September 6th at 5 p.m. for the Thursday, September 18th regular meeting. I will be out of town for that meeting. So, mm. Commissioner Rockland <laughs> or Commissioner Quijano. Commissioner Ross, you're available. Oh, I was gonna, so it's, is it on? Is it on Monday or? Tuesday? Oh, it actually it says Tuesday is the. Oh, Monday is Labor Day. Labor Monday Day. is Labor Day. Oh, okay. Good catch. Um, yeah, I'll be able to do it Tuesday. Well, is Jill? I mean, are you, Matt, are you uh, <laughs> taking the notes here? Is that? <laughs> yes. And you're related. Okay. Um, okay. I can't do it. Okay. So that's, All right. Okay. Yeah, I think I can. Okay. Fortner. Yeah. And yeah. Did, we, did we have another member as well, or? Matt, you can you can put me down. Uh, okay. Right, thank, thank you. you. Sorry. Okay, thank you. Sorry, so we yes. have two members. We're good. Okay. Thank you, Bill. And it's up five. Thank you. Yes, five o'clock. On Tuesday, September sixth. Yeah. <laughs> On Tuesday. <laughs> I read it and it didn't phase me until. <laughs> All right, um, on to item K, reports from staff. I don't believe there were any staff activities listed. or no links to staff activities. Other than the report from staff is to thank you all publicly and people <laughs> listening for your patience tonight. Of course. Thank you very much. It seemed we had rehearsed this, so I apologize, but thank you all for your patience. I think everything else went smoothly after that. Yeah. Well, and the Thank mics. you for filling in. Appreciate it. Yes, I tried. <laughs> thank no, you. you. Did well. Thank you for your patience. We have almost had I don't think we've gone without having some sort of hiccup. <laughs> it's minor, but something. All right, on to item L, concerns of commissioners. Is there any commissioner that has a concern they'd like to share with the commission? Right. On to item M, communications. There are none. And item N, adjournment. I now adjourn the August 11th, 2022 Ann Arbor Historic District Commission meeting. Thank you. Thank you.